This is the Drum Corps Planet Podcast, Episode 1, for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Hello and welcome to the Drum Corps Planet Podcast, episode number one. This is your independent source for all news in the Drum and Bugle Corps activity. My name is Kevin Gammon. I am the managing news editor of Drum Corps Planet. And after almost 10 years, I am back on the podcast digital waves. I wouldn't call them airwaves, I guess, but you get the idea. And bringing back a weekly report of what's been going on in our activity at the junior all age, international levels, wherever there's drum corps, we'll talk about it. It's a short episode for this first one back, so let's get right into it and we will start with our world-class news. We begin first with the Mandarins who posted on September 30th, the dust has settled and the 2023 season has been packed away. Of course, there are still outstanding 2023 actions to complete. Sending out thank you notes to housing sites, processing invoices, staff wrap-ups, internal reviews of how the season went, etc. However, for all intents and purposes, the 2023 Drum Corps season is done. And how do I know this? Well, because when I got home the Sunday night after DCI Finals, I already had about 50 emails asking about the 2024 season. This was written by Corps Director J.W. Kester, and the title is And the Planning Begins. Our next article comes from the Cavaliers and is from Tuesday, October 3rd. Following last month's announcement of the upcoming retirements of two esteemed figures, Cavaliers Arts, Performance, and Education, Inc. is excited to invite qualified candidates to apply for these vital leadership roles. The retirement of CAPE's Executive Director, Monty Mast, and the Director of the Cavaliers Drum and Bugle Corps, Dr. Michael Vaughn, marks the end of an era. These two have made significant contributions to the growth and success of Cavalier Arts, Performance, and Education, Inc., and their legacies will be celebrated as they transition into their well-deserved retirements. The full article is, of course, available on the Cavaliers website, and you can get to it from the Drum Corps Planet website. Just look for the article, CAPE Accepting Applications for Leadership Positions. Our next article comes from Pacific Crest. Katie Takashi is joining Pacific Crest as her Education Programs Director. And from the article, a native of Walnut, California, Ms. Ms. Takahashi received her bachelor's degree in music education and her teaching credential from the UCLA Herb Alpert School of Music, as well as a master's degree in music education from Central Washington University. She is currently the Instrumental Music Director at Walnut High School and serves as conductor for three levels of orchestra at the Santa Monica Youth Orchestra. At Pacific Crest, Takahashi Takahashi will oversee all educational programs, including summer leadership camps, fall workshops, and private lessons. Our former director and longtime staff member, Mark Cavetton, sets so many of our education programs in place, said Pacific Crest CEO Stuart Pompel. Katie's work as a professional music educator brings a different dimension to this position, and I am excited to see where she takes our programs into the future. Our final world-class news item comes from Spirit of Atlanta. In the world of drum corps, where precision, discipline, and music excellence reign supreme, one remarkable individual shattered stereotypes and broke through barriers to make history. Today, we shine our alumni spotlight on a trailblazer who became the first female drum major of Spirit of Atlanta, leaving an indelible mark on the world of marching arts and on spirit. 
for Natasha Jones, formerly Johnson. Joining Spirit of Atlanta was a turning point that boosted her self-assurance tremendously. As a reserved 18-year-old, she was entrusted with not only a leadership position, but the coveted drum major position. This experience left her with an unshakable belief that she could overcome any challenges in college and beyond. It taught her the importance of dedication and pushing her limits to achieve what she once thought was beyond her reach. She greatly admires those who took a chance on a flute player like Freddie Martin and other staff to name her the first female drum major for Spirit of Atlanta Drum and Bugle Corps. You can read all about Natasha and her experiences as that drum major on the Spirit of Atlanta website. And once again, you can get there from Drum Corps Planet. The article title is Alumni Spotlight. Meet the first female drum major of Spirit of Atlanta, Natasha Johnson-Jones, drum major 1989 to 1992. We now move into DCI Open Class News. We only have one article under that category, but it's a big one, and it comes from 7th Regiment. The 7th Regiment Youth Performing Arts Association Board of Directors is excited to announce the appointment of Serenity Morris to the role of Corps Director of 7th Regiment Drum and Bugle Corps, effective October 1st, 2023. As Corps Director, Serenity will lead all initiatives to further the growth, education, and cultural vision for our members, staff, and volunteers. Serenity is committed to building a strong, cohesive team, fostering industry partnerships, developing and further delivering further growth, and providing educational student excellence to set the organization up for long-term success. We are delighted and excited to appoint Serenity to this position, said Lee Muller, board president for S7RYPAO. Her experience across all areas of the organization, combined with her proven abilities and performance over the past several years, will help build on our past success and deliver an exciting future for 7th Regiment. Once again, that is from 7th Regiment. Serenity Morris named Corps Director of 7th Regiment, and you can get to there from drumcorpplanet.com. We now move into the podcast segment of our show. When I stepped away from podcasting almost a decade ago, we were one of the few podcasts that were related to the Drum Corps or the Marching Arts activity. That has most definitely changed, as now there are plenty of podcasts that talk about Drum Corps, Marching Band, Winter Guard, Indoor Percussion, what have you. The Marching Arts are well and truly covered in the podcast realm. One of those podcasts is Drum Corps AF, and they recently released an episode tributing Robert W. Smith, who unfortunately passed away at the age of 64. And J. Sage Lee, one of the hosts, talks about one of the shows that Robert Smith arranged that I did not know he touched, and I'm not sure a lot of us knew either. Here's a clip from that episode. So now we are to our, to our number ones, um, and I'm going to mention a show that I did not know until Robert's passing. I did not know was even a Robert W. Smith show, and it's the only one that he ever did for the cadets. Um, and it's 1989. This is one of my favorite shows of all time. This is one when I was in high school, um, I, I literally wrote an English paper on this show. I was so blown away by it. This is when the cadets did Les Miserables. And it was a show that was so innovative and ahead of its time, which we keep saying that with Robert shows, right? They're so innovative and ahead of their time. So high concept. Um, but the cadets took Les Mis, 
Um, and they they did so many different things, weaving in and out of drum of the drum corps idiom. And it's definitely it, it sounds different. The book sounds different than any other cadets show. I mean, it's cadets playing a musical for crying out loud. When have they ever done that? <laughs> That's the mm. only time that I know about. Um, but it's it's such to use Nick's word, iconic. It's such an iconic drum corps show. If you have not seen the 89 Cadets Les Mes show, um, you need to go st- turn off this podcast and like go watch it right now. It's so incredible visually and musically. And, and Robert is a huge part of that. Our second podcast this week is the Marching Roundtable podcast hosted by Tim Hinton, longtime podcast that has been running for many years and one that has done a wonderful job of covering the activity in all aspects. And one of the things that they recently brought to attention are the drivers for a drum corps and what they go through. Tim recently had the Carolina Crown drivers, Brian Cresswell, Melissa Burroughs, and Micah Burroughs on the show and one of the things they end up talking about is the sleep schedule for drum corps drivers in this case the vampire schedule let's take a listen <laughs> so brian i want to back up to the sleeping part like it it seems like some days you may be in the same place and you get to rest but but a lot of days on a tour you're tra- you're driving all night right Mm-hmm. That, that's right. Yeah, we would drive all night, and when we would get to our housing site, uh, of course, they would put the drivers. We would have a room that we would go and blow up our air mattress, and we call it our vampire schedule uh, because we would basically we sleep all day and then we stay up all night. So, is that what is it like when you have a day where you're not doing that? Do you just sort of sleep all day, all the time, even if you're rest like you're in the same place? It just depends on how many days we're there. Like this year, we were lucky. We had several places we were there four or five days. Well, we would, you know, the first day or two, we would try to keep on that schedule. But then the other days we were there would be just like a normal day. We would just get out, go out, enjoy the day, help out as we needed to, do whatever. But uh, And then like the, net, the last day before we would leave, then we would start getting back on that, that so-called vampire schedule. We now move into our final segment of tonight's show. And this is the videos that have been produced on YouTube. We have three of them tonight. First of them are from the Aged Out podcast. These are two aged out gentlemen who are both drummers. And they reviewed the Boston Crusaders 2023 in the lot video from DCI semifinals that was put out by the Vic Firth Company. And this segment is actually from um, the start of the drum feature for the Crusaders. And uh, we do get the reaction of one of the hosts to this particular segment. Mm, little pulse. Good, great flame control. Little jelly roll. The base support layering in on top of it. The space. I think every time I saw, and I'll back up because I want to get the whole fraud quad Kudos phrase, obviously. I think my reaction to that snare moment all season was just Jesus. Every time. <laughs> just holy crap. 
We next have a video from the Phantom Regiment. Their board of directors came together recently in Chicago to plan for the 2024 season and beyond. And some of those board directors spoke about the experience and why they do what they do in the video. Take a listen. We are here in Chicago because we feel it is really important as a board of directors to get together in person at least one time a year to talk about how the organization is doing. Um, you know, our board members are located all over the country and they're all people who have been a part of this organization or connected to it in some way. One hour board meetings have a tendency to get very surgical and this is really an exploration of all things relative to the drum corps and how we can make effective changes. Our final video comes from Drum Corps International. During the 2023 World Championship Prelims Cinecast, the uh, Blue Stars Horn Sergeant Daniel Bartley was interviewed by Trisha Shepard on the front sideline after their performance. She asked him about whether it was harder to do his solos or whether it was harder to be the Horn Sergeant and lead the rest of the horn section. His answer, here. Sure do. I've got Daniel Bartley with me, a baritone player and Horn Sergeant. So I've got to ask you, you've been with the Corps three years now. What's more challenging, leading a whole section or nailing your own solos and solo moments? Oh, they both have their own unique set of difficulties, but I mean, probably what's harder is leading the whole horn line because, you know, that's that involves more than one person. I can take care of the solo stuff myself, but it's hard to lead a, an entire group of people to be all, all on the same page. I can see that. And with a show that's so playful, so imaginative, so many props, you've got to keep the music together. And, and how, do you, how do you keep your head straight and how do you keep everyone in line? Uh, we, we practice hard every day. It just takes a lot of mental focus. The staff trains that into us to be able to keep our minds right, our minds engaged the entire show. A lot of training. And that will do it for the first episode of the Jump Corps Planet podcast. I am back and hopefully better than ever, or at least as good as I was when I last did this. I plan to do episodes every Wednesday evening and get those released as soon as possible. Of course, once we get into Drum Corps season, you'll be hopefully hearing from me doing some extra stuff as well. It's still early. I'm still getting my feet wet again after being so long out of the pool, but I'm excited to get back into the game, and I hope you'll be excited with me to join me on my journey. Check us out every week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.